Yes, it's working again. Yeah, so let's say just with one desire. Yeah? One desire, you see that you're usually in the position of I shouldn't have the desire, or I really want the desire, and then when you really get the desire, some unintended consequences occur, and you start learning that every time I put my hand in fire, it gets burnt. Yeah, it's a hard way to learn. Yeah, you get more. You got to buy a lot of ointments and salves and get like asbestos gloves, and you still go in the fire. And you try the mind tries every way it can to make the desire system work. Yeah denying that it's not working, making up stories why it didn't work, all like that. <laughs> but what would happen if you saw that, hey, if it's not my if it's not my desire, then the desire seems to have a lot less juice. That's a fucking principle. It's not just because it only worked on one desire, it applies to every desire. Because the my accompanies every desire. Every desire, I'm not concerned about your desires. They're not driving me fucking crazy. It's my desires that drive me crazy, which seems to be issuing forth from me, yeah, from where I stand, where I sit. But the way where I sit, it's called me, really. Yeah? So if you see thousands of desires are possible, in one day maybe, yeah? but if you follow and look at it, there's only one mind in front of all of them. So, you're right, 800 desires. All right. Instead of getting, it's sort of like <coughs> dealing with the leaves. Yeah. Let's okay. Let's not. If the leaves are driving you crazy, yeah, prune them and stuff, and learn a way to how to cut them and do this and that. But let's take some time and follow the, the twigs. Right? All right. So here's the leaves. A thousand leaves. Then there's a thousand twigs. But the thousand twigs, where do they meet up into? A branch. There's only one big. There's one branch, and it's. Not that big. All right, let's follow the branch. Where does that always lead to? The trunk. The bigger thing. Okay? Oh, all right, so we're going to, okay. Now, a lot of people stop at the trunk, but if you go follow the trunk, it goes to a surface where you can't see, which is underground, and there's the root system. Yes? The root system is the source of energy for the leaves. Yes? Light's helping it, but... All right, so you want to change the leaves, change the roots. You want to manage the leaves, you know, cut them, prune them, pick them, whatever, yes? Burn them, but they're always going to have to come back down to burn them again, burn them again, yeah? You can break them off the, the branch, but the branch will have more shoots. You cut the branch, shoots pop out. You cut the trunk, shoots pop out, and the tree starts going again, yeah? The only place that there's true relief from the leaves, true relief, is the roots. If you take it out from the roots, you stop it from being a tree. Yeah? So, yeah, all right. You want to deal with the leaves, yeah? Okay? I'd rather just follow it back, follow it back. So to me, if you follow it back, where does every thing appear? And it only appears in the meaning I give it. So where is that meaning coming? What's the source of the meaning that's being given to everything? Yeah? Okay. Follow it, follow it, conditioning, socialness, this and that, DNA, uh, karma, you want to call it, whatever, mental imprints, deep mental grooves, both samskaras, samsaras, and then uh, mental winds. But what facilitates all of them to manifest and to express here is the portal of self-centeredness, self the sense of being the doer. 
and the Hava is how everything gets to a chance to express in meaning here, yeah? Because what's giving meaning to something is all of that conditioning, all of that belief, all of that uh, karmic imprints, all of that funneling through this portal of self and then splashing out and then the self sees it as if it's solid and real and that has an inherent meaning, yeah? And now it sort of tries to navigate this giant world of bumper cars without getting hurt as much. Who gives a shit about you but me? Yeah, yeah. Once it enters this point of this place is real, I'm here, you're there, I'm the doer, I'm the haver, yes? I was born and I'm going to die in these places of time and of things. You're way, you're on the leaf level then. Seriously. You're on the leaf level. <laughs> you're not, you're, you're getting blown by a lot of winds and you, you move this way and you think it's you doing it. You move that way, you think it's you doing it. Rain lands on you. You think the rain's fucking, the rain's fucking with you personally. You know, all of this, this little position gives everything direction and meaning <laughs> without any idea of what's really going on. Because it's not privy to the root information. It's way in the level of expression. Way down the pipe. Yeah? So this, therefore that. The that, therefore, never knows the this. It's just the expression of the this as that. And that's that. It doesn't see the this. It really doesn't. If it saw the this, there'd be relief in the that. I'm telling you. If you see the this, there's relief in the that. It's, you travel later. Things happen. Yeah? Without any effort or thought on your part. It just... You may, it, may, it may express the change in a, in a practice, in, a, in an effort, in a path, but it's not produced by the path. Yeah? The path may be... The, the, foot, the footprints on the path may remind it of what's already so, but it's not producing what's already so. What's already so is already so. It's not that we, we, we come upon it like a new, fresh treasure that's never been here before. We basically stumble backwards through the identification of self and go, aha! Yeah. So I'm just saying, hey, all right, so 100 desires. What's, the, what's, the first, what's attaching the desire to the, give, the meaning giver? The mind, yeah? Soon as the mind is in place, soon as it's my desire, what the meaning is going to be given, what flavor of that meaning is going to be called self-centeredness. It's going to be rooted in a system of thought and interpretation called self-centeredness. And it's a very limited system. It only has a few possibilities of you will be okay. It's never you are okay. It's you will be okay if you do this, this, and this, and this, and this. All right. Now, if this, this, and this, and this, and this doesn't work, well, we'll we'll never question the formula. We'll just change one of the this, this, and this, and it, and this, and then we'll think. You know what I mean? So, if it's not like if you if if you think the couch is going to change your life, it's the same as if you think the teacher's going to change your life, or that book's going to change your life, or the job's going to change your life, or that girlfriend's going to change your life. It will change your life, but the changing your life just symbolizes a huge treasure trove of meaning that it's probably not going to live up to. Yeah, and it's going to breed a disappointment. Yeah, and yet we always go back to the same formula. 
I was doing a little interview yesterday. So he wanted me to do the here and there, and, you know, the here and there, the couch thing. And I said, you know, the couch is just an example. You can change it with any other object, a very subtle object called awakening, or a very gross object called a big giant hummer, you know? It's the same thing, you know? When I get that, when I arrive there, then everything's going to be okay. Or somehow it's going to be like a, a mythical utopia that's not available now. Anything that's not available now is not worth going to, to tell you the truth. In my view. What anything that's not available now, that the pursuit of that may be used to deny the now that's available. And when the now that's available is more than enough, then when when the mind and the life is moving towards things, because we're action figures, there'll be a certain ease and comfort in the moving, not a contraction and putting all your all your meaning, all your wages on that number, you know. And so it's sort of like you're having to contract it to make it through the unbearability of this moment, and then you'll just bloom when you get to the arrival date. Oh, when I meet that certain someone, I'll really be able to love them. You probably won't, because you're not loving anything now. <laughs> it's like, it's not like, no, things passing you, punch like this. No, no, no. Uh, no, no, no. Uh, a little long. No, no. And, oh, yeah. No, no. This is arthritic, brother. Once you're in this posture, atrophy sets in. You need a lot of working out to get this, these things moving. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's not like you spring into openness. This is the moment. This is all there is. Practice, if you want to call it a practice. Yeah. So I would feel that if it's not available here and now, it's not available. Well, it isn't. Listen, if it was available, you'd have it here and now, right? But what is available at all times? in the here and now. Why not anchor your little belt there and see how you travel? You may see the whole world without leaving the harbor. Or you may go out and explore. But there'll be an ease and comfort in it. Instead of a, a determination of gritting one's teeth to get there. Yeah? Like, really tense and then I'll really relax when I get to Hawaii. Why not just relax while you're going to Hawaii? If you really depend on the hot wire to relax you, I don't think it has the ability to relax you. <laughs> it may fail you miserably, then you'll have to go to Fiji, and then you have to go somewhere else. Hey, nothing's working. Yeah. <laughs> You're the biggest meaning giver of all. You override the meaning of Hawaii any day of the week. I've seen people. If Hawaii could do it, then anyone who went there would be done to. Yeah? It seems like there is a mechanism that... Uh we put um, our happiness, contentment, outside, be it hammer, be it person, place, whatever. But I think what happens is when that gets accomplished, let's say, you know, my desire is to go to Hawaii, and that happens, I, you know, whatever. Yeah. And I'm happy only for a brief time, but only because I give myself permission. In other words, contentment is inside of me, and I just... For a moment, I said, okay, I mean, Hawaii, I'm happy, but it, it's fleeting, it's gone. I pretty soon come up with another thing that, yeah. you know, to postpone. But the contentment is always within, and it's like a, a 
giving yourself permission, I mean, kind of postponing and saying, well, no, no, I can't be happy now, i got to find somebody or whatever. And, and when that happens, you sort of almost give yourself permission to be you know, content for a moment, yeah. and then you're on the race again for another. Yeah. Um, it's like a dog when they give you a little uh, biscuits. Right, right. It throws you a biscuit. And then you're off running again. <laughs> the mind is like a jealous dog. Uh, the good way to experience it, if you're lucky, is uh, enjoying being on the branch, swaying in the wind, enjoying that trip from the branch to the ground, enjoying being in the grass at all, you know, whatever the moment is. Yeah, why not? What's the choice? (laughs) But it's not even really enjoying this. It's just enjoyment. And then most most of this is will comply with that enjoyment. You know, I don't know how we would do in, you know, uh, solitary confinement, getting tortured every day, but I'm living in Tam Valley, you know, I'm not in a, a detention center right now. So most of the time, life has produced a platform that's easily enjoyable, because the source of enjoyment, hopefully, is you. You bring the enjoyment to where you go. If I expected Chibos to make me happy, I'd be disappointed. I don't have a hat no. Chris, I'd be pissed off. Why didn't they give me a hat? I'm going to be the hot show than Chris is. This is sort of, just watch it. Why did Chris get a hat? Watch the head. It reveals everything. It reveals its smallness. It's nothing bad or good about it. It's just failed. It's a failed system. You know? I mean, look at it. It values time. It puts more value in there and then than it does here. That's a crazy uh, investment plan. You know, <laughs> I was going to invest my portfolio in that company to sort of whatever. It's a bad investment. I'd rather have my attention and interest invested now. But I find it's impossible if it's my interest and attention. Because my interest and attention is there to serve the idea of me, which only appears in time. So it's going to be very interested and attentive to thoughts about time, about tomorrow and this and that, yeah? And it will just cloud over what's actually occurring now. It doesn't give it much value. Yeah? It really doesn't. Now, the way it's... See, that even in the talking about being in the moment, is really you show where the mind's value is, is in the moments that it thinks it's out of. Where does it go when it's out of the moment seems to be more attractive than being in the moment, because it seems like it's pulling teeth to get us to be in the moment. Yeah? So the mind obviously doesn't really give too much of attention or value to the moment. It values thoughts of, that are happening in the moment, which are about somewhere else. Because yeah? the, ment- the mind has made a mental realm. It's, in, it's competing with the manifest realm, and then the, the context of all realms, which is, let's you want to call it spirit, it's competing, though they're not competing with it, it's competing with them, and it's busily playing God, and it wants our attention and interest to dwell in the mental realm. It wants us to be very concerned about the future and the past, and how can you be concerned about the future and the past? About by attending to the thoughts and feelings that are based or seemingly based on the future and the past, yeah? And see it. That's what it is. 
You watch it distribute its meaning, and you can see where its value is. Like they say in, in uh, the world, follow where the money goes. Yeah, don't listen politicians. Just follow where the money where the, where the money goes. Exactly. In a sense, our daily money is an interest and attention. Just follow where it goes, and then you'll see where the value is, and it will lead you to maybe the root of the, that value system, the root of that fucking mental dollar. Yeah, is self. The idea of being a self. That's the that's the base of the whole currency. It's just there's no gold standard. There's nothing behind it. It's all paper. You know, if you do this, do that. I I trust you'll get this. You know, and we just keep spending this money. You know, with the hopes that oh yeah, someday it's going to be really great. <laughs> it's like a failed monetary system. It's all it's like collapsing. It can collapse in a second. It's all smoke and mirrors. But what's the basic currency basis? Not the dollar, but the self. Yeah. Our interest and attention is very interested in attending to the thoughts that seem to be about us or coming from what we call us. Yeah. It's hard to have the attention broken. Yeah. It believes it. It believes the forecast. I've been watching it with my own physicality. I've had this really... I don't know what the hell it is. It's like a, a rush or a charge of energy for months, yeah? I supposedly went through this event, Kundalini event, in July last year. And it lasted a long time, like for a while, when my energy, if I closed my eyes, I would just go out, like light, big. And then I, then it sort of chilled down, yeah? And then I had little plateaus where it shot back up, where it's almost like, um, I don't know if you ever used cocaine, probably not, some yeah. people have, yeah. But in cocaine, there'd be a point in the process of coming down that it's like you're not high, but you're not normal yet. You feel a little uncomfortable in your own skin, yeah? You feel a little bit, ooh. I feel like that my, in my physicality all day. And it's been going on for like a while. And it's sort of like um, the, the overlying talk about from the head is I'm going to die. That's its only interpretation. It's like, it's almost like a plaintive cry. It's not even... Oh, you know, this is no, it's like fear, really soaked in fear. I'm gonna die. So this I've been watching this. We cannot help but watch it. This is consciousness is what we are. So you just I'm seeing it and it's just a mind boggling. Now it had, and it says it's the heart, it could have nothing to do with the heart. It could have something to do with what I ate maybe seven months ago. Who the fuck knows? But the story is it's the heart, yeah. And it's it's so subtle, yeah. It's almost like the sirens of Ulysses, you know, the sound wafting over ocean. Yeah, it's like you seem to be far away, but you can still hear it. It's like a plaintive cry. This is mine. This is self-centeredness. Yeah, this is self-centeredness. It's root claiming of the body as its representative and the fear of termination because it doesn't want to end. It doesn't give a shit about the body, but the body is its ticket to be appearing. Yeah? Without the body, it can't appear, and it's beholden to that, begrudgingly, I'd say. And yet, it's have, when it has a sense that something's going to go in the body, it sort of gets really humble, and very, very, like, uh, 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 what's re- repenting. <laughs> Oops, sorry, please listen to me now. <laughs> it's, like it's, it's like it goes to church every morning at Mass, and it's comes out and it's doing his rosary beads all day. I'm gonna die. 
<laughs> it's unbelievable. All the other stuff is just window dressing. The real, the real hook, yeah, is it knows it's, it doesn't exist. It's very clear it doesn't exist. It appears to exist only to someone who believes it's a little premise, which is, don't call the body the body, it's your body. Don't call consciousness consciousness. You're the one who's conscious, yes? That's its claiming. That's how it has usurped the sense of, uh, of appearance here, yeah? It uses doing to imply that there's a doer. Now, the doing is indisputable. You see the action, yeah? People feel the reactions to the actions. So it makes sense that, yeah, there's doing, but see, it, it bounces off of that and says, but there's a doer. And you know who it is? It's you. Yeah? So this is undis- indisputable. This is manifesting. And it takes that, claims it, and tries to suck some of that uh, obviousness into, oh, yes, but obviously I'm the doer. Yeah? Thinking, there's no disputing thinking, so obviously I'm the thinker. Yeah? So it, it's sort of like it, it take, by the claiming of an activity, it sucks out of, out of, of its uh, manifestation or expression the sense of being the one who's expressing. Yeah? It's subtle. It says, okay, look at this, therefore that. Yeah? Look at, hey, actions are happening, there must be an, a doer. Feelings are occurring, oh, I'm feeling them. Yeah? All the while, consciousness is bringing about the sensation of feeling. It's the only thing that can witness it. You can't. Yeah? But there's the claiming of consciousness and of the body to sort of bastardize this little weird mental spawn of me. Yeah? Which, if you look at it, which what it's claiming to be, it's a you. Obviously, everyone in this room sees it as a you. They not one moment in any of you seeing this would it be me. <laughs> yeah. Yet when the same awareness or same consciousness in here comes, yeah, and pictures this, it sees it exactly like you do, a you, but it immediately somehow turns into a me. Yeah? <laughs> and there's the only you I ever see that turns into me. Not one you that I've looked at in my life has ever been turned into a me, except for this one. <laughs> because this one is the one that's been claimed by the mental process. Yeah? The mental process is happening in the brain that's in this body. This is its only field of power, is right here. Yeah? This is what it can claim. I can't claim your doing. I can't. I can't claim your thinking. Yeah? But I sure can claim this thinking and this doing. Yeah. This is its little field of God playing right here. And amidst this whole spaciousness of what you call God, yeah? It's just that this little bit of special everywhere made it into a somewhere. All these different yous expressing the same I is now called me. And all the attention and interest is going to be addicted and hooked to this me. And that interest and attention is going to allow it to keep appearing to be just what it is, me. An appearance. A mental projection. Once you take interest and attention away, it loses the color. It loses the flesh and bloodness. It loses its solidity right in front of your fucking eyes. 
you'll see it start losing its influence on you, and then realizing it's never had any influence on I. Not one bit. Yeah? It loses its influence on you. It doesn't have its rock of identification. Then your interest attention leaves this failed system and goes into the eye. Yeah? And then from the eye, it disperses a nice amount of attention to the you. Yeah? So that the you can continue going on. Yeah? Now the balance of interest and attention seems to work. Instead of 98% sucked up this ass of self into this me world, now there's some to do what you need to do here, some to attend to this, and then the rest can just rest in the peace of everyoneness. That's always available at all times. Yeah. And when the me is starving, it pulls out its big guns because it needs your attention and interest. A big gun is mortality. It's a pretty good one. <laughs> it's like, I'm throwing my ace out now. I'm losing this game. I'm throwing my big ace out now. <laughs> i got to get some attention. I'm dying here. I'm dying. <laughs> Someone give me something. Oh, that's not worth it. I need this attention. It won't. It doesn't give a shit about the other people. It wants this attention. This attention. Yes, this little idea, this thing that's contracted into this little me world, that's what it needs. Yeah? So, there's freedom because it's not so. It's an appearance that seems to be so. Yeah? It appears to be true or false to us. That's the definition of seemingly. It appears to be true or false to us. So in a sense, it a lot weighs on us, but not as a you, not as a me, yeah? But I would say it weighs on us as the eye. If the eye gets cleared and, see, and then there's a sense of that as being what we are, it gives us immunity to the making of the me. It really does, which frees up the you, actually. The you's on the bondage, seriously, to the me. It is. Yeah? It doesn't give a shit about the me. It doesn't. It may want it to look good to get what it wants, to fuck with people, you know what I mean? It may want to do this or that, but it, push comes to shove, it doesn't care about the thing. It believes it's going to be here for a long while, but it knows it ain't. That's its underlying fear. Yeah? It's not like it can jump to another body. It's not that type of parasite. It needs this one host, yeah, and it needs the light of all lights to illuminate the whole appearance. Suck it up. Yeah, there is a freedom for me. And just like I share stories about people telling stories, I had to realize there was a story going on in this head, a pretty damn good one, that it assumed it was the heart, with no evidence that it was, yeah, assumed that death was imminent, and uh, the same thing that I share here that applies to everyone else applies to this too, yeah, so I just needed further investigation, and then I see it. And maybe I'll collapse right now and see me die, but it won't be me that dies. It will be... <laughs> I'm not here to save the me, I'm telling you. <laughs> so, yeah. I always love this message because it works, really, literally. It's, hard. it's a hard one to, to, to articulate. 
which is a great challenge, yeah, because you can't speak of what can't be spoken of. Yeah. But I learned that you can definitely describe and speak of about what we're not. Yeah. And I find uh, a lot of value in uh, getting some explanations of the machinations of what we're not, because we've been, we've been witness to it, but we, a certain level of ignorance has, has stopped us from truly seeing it. Yeah? But we've been witnessing it for many, many years. We've seen it doing its number, but we still were taking it to be me. Or, yeah? So there's a certain ignorance that's there that can shield you from all the light, really. Even though the light is all around and confused everywhere, there's a way the mind can get ignorant of the fact of what's going on. Yet, once it gets an invitation or an idea, ahas occur because it's already seen it all. It already saw, actually, what was going on, but there was a certain way it got shut down before it really hit the whack, you know? Like I felt it was claimed by the problem. So was, the me claimed the information. But the information was valid. You see, you have seen what's driven you crazy for a long, long time. Sometimes you just need a bit of information to release all that knowledge to have an impact because it's not going to be self-knowledge. Like we say in recovery, self-knowledge avails us nothing. So when any, when any knowledge is presented, which when you are the light, there's knowledge being presented. The scenes occurring, yeah. But when that knowledge is claimed by the me, when claimed by the selfing, then it it, it neuters the knowledge. <clears throat> it doesn't lead to freedom from self. It actually adds more weight to the self because now the self thinks it's more knowledgeable about itself. Fuck, that's really dangerous. <laughs> really, you're really fucked then when you really think you know yourself, but you. Can't. <laughs> that's really painful, you know what I mean? People have spent hundreds of dollars, thousands of dollars with therapists. They know exactly why they're fucked, but they still seem to be fucked. It's, it must be incredibly much more painful. I'd rather not know I was fucked <coughs> when I'm fucked, like when I was loaded. Much better, I think. But to know it and still get fucked is good. <laughs> so, <coughs> this knowledge, I believe this invitation, because it had enough power in this experience, to go through that little imaginary veil of ignorance, yeah? Just popped in, and then my mind just went around the message and sort of, like, a, just circled it and entertained it. And it's been like the last answer to me. It's been, it's been, because uh, nothing is the gift that keeps on giving, really. It's been entertaining this idea of nothing, and so much comes out of it in manifestation. It has a huge effect on a lot of a lot of all all of this, all of this expression of what you call Paul, has been most affected by nothing, more than anything else that's ever happened. Yeah, and it's sort of like it's sort of like I've, the mind has looked in and it hasn't become uncurious. Yeah, nothing is like an incredible place to look into because it's never ending, and so. It works. Simple as that. If on one level, if I really believe the basic drive here as an action figure is to travel later, you know, let's get away out of the spiritual. When you were a kid, you didn't have any desire for enlightenment or anything like that. You would just, you didn't have much. You just wanted to play because you were already there in a sense. Yeah, I would think, feel like if a certain level of uh, satisfaction would be established again, I mean established. Yeah. 
it would change a lot of what you think are your noble pursuits. You may not be that interested in pursuing them anymore because you have what you were hoping they would bring. Or no matter what you called it, what I really believe you want is just to feel an ease and comfort in your own skin and satisfaction, you know, certain well-being. You know what I mean? Once that's in place, then uh, all bets are off and the whole deck can be reshuffled and things can be rearranged. And the only way you'll know, you never get to see the blueprints, you find out. You know, you're in the I don't know state and you find out how what's life's going to look like a day at a time. Yeah. You'll see the sign and everything. And if you've had a seat assignment for a while, doesn't mean it's your seat assignment. It's like musical chairs. The music can go on, you've got to get up. And then when the music stops, you sit down, there's the next seat assignment. And it's obvious to recognize because that's what's happening. It's not, you don't really have to read into much. You just see what's going on. Oh, that's it. <laughs> I thought I should have a much more profound seat of I know, but this is it. You know? Now milk the cow and you know, turn the butter and there you go. Oh, yeah. We may have already arrived in a sense. We may have to get, maybe it's, you know, we may have already arrived. We've always been where we are. When you uh, speak of nothing, because um, I used to uh, think of nothing as like a giant void, well, just you know, just absolute void. And later on, nowadays, I kind of see it more as a um, field of all possibility. In other words, everything is possible, but not manifest. Nothing is is, but it's field of all possibility where anything is possible, but it's not manifested. It's not you know, so it's not. Like giant Eminent. void, which doesn't exist, but it, it's just like a uh, field of all possibilities, you know, in a sense. I think that it's, it's both. Yeah, of course, yeah. Or neither. The emptiness is the field of all possibilities. Right. Something is always defined. Some things have limited possibilities, right? Limited qualities. Once it appears to be, like, a human ain't going to see like an eagle. Right. It's got limited possibilities, yeah? You're not going to have the sight of an eagle usually. Eagle can see from way far, super clearly, supposedly, yeah? That's not, that's we're not in the, the field of possibilities as soon as something shows up, yeah? So as soon as there's an appearance, the appearance has some, in a sense, rules or regulations. Like, human beings have a spectrum of light. They can only see a certain amount of light, yeah? Other animals supposedly see other lights, other colors that we don't see. And we're probably not going to see them. Yeah? And also hearing. You know, obviously, dogs pick up a much higher pitch. But we don't pick up a lot of pitches. Yeah? Smell dogs way advanced to us than a lot of animals. Or like dolphins, they see through sonar. They see through hearing. Makes this seem really weird. How can you see through hearing? But even blind people sometimes start seeing through hearing now. The mind. If the mind... Uh, if they, uh, yes, there's been an effect on the mind that parts of the brain can produce uh, low-grade vision from the auditory center. 
Yeah, if they get to it early enough, stimulate it, it can actually produce a scene, but it's not clear and everything, but you'd be able to walk into a room and walk around without running into it. You're almost here for the prayer. Very good. good. You missed it, though. You got three more minutes. You know what I mean? The manifest is the manifest, and nothing is everything. Yeah, yeah. The manifest is an appearance. So uh, in that appearance, it has definition. But where it's coming from isn't defined. That's why all these things can appear. If that was defined, there would only be a certain number of things that could appear, yeah? You know, so anything of anything that falls into something has to come from nothing. Yeah. Yeah. So, like they say in Buddhism, form is emptiness, emptiness is form. Yeah, form is emptiness, emptiness is form. So it's like they're the same. They're neither empty nor form. Whatever, you can get into it. <laughs> this is going to help you on a Saturday afternoon. Walk around to the deli. Form is emptiness. Emptiness is form. Form is emptiness. Fuck that. I want that empty salami sandwich. Take your beautiful form to me. <laughs> it's nice mind candy. The mind likes to do entertain that stuff. But really, just being rooted here, not by any effort or thought on your part, because you can't be anywhere else. It's just a recognition of the impossibility of most of the storylines that we entertain here. The storyline that I could be out of the moment is a total impossibility. (laughs) You can't escape from the moment. And I believe the other impossibility is getting out of what you can't be in, which is self. So all they're trying to get out of self, to me, is a form of being in self. Yeah? All the forms of trying to get into the moment is a form of an appearance of the possibility of being out of the moment, which I see to, I see as impossible. So once it's once something is seen as impossible, just like when something is seen as it's not happening, what's there to do? Nothing. It's the easiest thing in the world. Hey, you know, I don't have to get engaged with it and try to pay someone else to engage with me with not, what's not happening. <laughs> you know what I mean? They'll be happy to for a hundred bucks or whatever. But, I mean, it's not happening. Maybe if you got closer and said, all right, my attention is getting sucked up into thoughts about this, and they're rooted in this idea of next week. Well, that would be a better description of what's happening. Yeah, wouldn't it? Because that is happening. So if you could at least, but what happens with that, while that's happening, our interest gets caught in it, and then you feel like you're at next week. Next week becomes really real. That isn't happening. So if you take, so where is what isn't happening? Where does, see in a weird way, we say nothing, yeah, and everything arises from. In this case, yeah, everything in the mind, arises as, as nothing. It's not happening. So it's like an opposite, it's like an anti-God in a sense. So there's emptiness, and then everything happens from emptiness, but in us, right, <laughs> we're all something, and then we make something out of nothing. We go, oh, oh I've totally flipped that about next week, but that's not actually happening. <laughs> so we're, begin- we're making nothing out of something. I mean, something out of nothing, from something. 
when it's nothing, everything comes, everything that appears as something comes out of nothing. So it's like a weird, uh, black, different, positive, negative photograph of God playing. Yeah, the mind is playing God, but like almost in an opposite manner. Right? I'm going to make nothing out of something. I'm going to think a whole lot about it, and then it'll some have an effect. Or Everything that's appeared came out of nothing. So there was no thinking about it, and then it shows up. And now we make something else show up with a lot of thinking about it. It's crazy, eh? To me. Stop playing God. That's what it says in recovery. Quit playing God. Why? It doesn't work. Oh, okay. It says, first, quit playing God. Why? It doesn't work. Second, in this drama of life, God will be the director, will be his agents. Okay? Biggest concept, and uh, biggest principle in the recovery program. Yet, it's the secondary part of it. The first is quit playing God. Why? Because if you don't quit playing God, or see you're not that which plays God, then there'll be the playing God of the third step. So you'll be the one who surrendered your life, and therefore you think you have the possibility of taking it back anytime you fucking want so, oh yeah, I surrendered this week, but I took it back. And now I'm all fucked up, so i got to surrender again. And you go on this huge pantomime of, oh, oh yes, oh, I'm going to turn my life over, except for my body image. Okay, then we got tons of fear and anxiety about your body image. Why? Because you haven't turned it over. Okay, I got it, I surrendered. Oh, oh but I didn't take it back, it's summer bikini time. Da-da-da-da. It goes on and on and on and on, doesn't it? That's playing God. So the third step, in a sense, of the program recovery gets totally neutered by the playing God. Yeah. Then the God is, is, is seen as something that's going to get me a parking space or a date. Yeah. Instead of giving up your idea of this higher power and let the higher power reveal its own understanding of itself. Find out. See what happens. You may see that it's a much more powerful presence or influence here than you could ever freaking imagine. But if you frame it with your idea, it can only participate in your life in that idea, through that frame. So quit playing God. I tried that, that would be playing God, wouldn't it? Oh, fuck. I'm going to stop trying to play... I'm going to stop trying to stop playing God. That would also be playing God. You can't get out of self out of self, yeah? I'm not that which plays God. That's getting out of playing God. Simple as that. Really. I'm not that which is playing God. The best way to get out of playing of God, there was never any you playing God. You're not that that's playing God. Oh, all right. So there's no, like, exemptions. Oh, when I get a, you know, a girlfriend. No. None. There's no exemptions anymore. You're not that which is playing God. You never were, nor will you ever be. All right, so now you live the experience. Hey, I live as if I quit playing God, but I didn't quit playing God. That's how you live like you quit playing God. If you live like you quit playing God as self, you'll be playing God. (laughs) Yeah? It's so simple if you see it. It's like... Alright, here's the, here's like the block, we put another block up. This is a weird logic. We're not doing that. We're putting the answer under the first block. There ain't no block. <laughs> so we're not trying to build anything. We're just questioning what seems to be in place. Yeah? It's a house of cards. It's a false resonance. Yeah? 
Stop paying rent to it. It's not your fucking landlord. You own the house in a way. Yeah, and it's an uninvited guest. You can so show at the door. And if it ain't you, you won't when it knocks, you won't let it in. Telling the truth. If you real if you entertain it's not you, when it comes to the skylight, you won't open up the skylight, the back door delivery, or like, you know, Saturday night fever, shock, but <laughs> lamp shock. No. You know, I'm not gonna open up for the lamp shock. Oh, it's me! Lamp crack every time. As soon as you think it's you, it gets free access into the house, and then you're suddenly a tenant, and then you get kicked out. <laughs> Quit playing God first. Yes? Okay. I really humbly believe this. You can't quit playing God. You have to go to the point that you're not that which plays God. That's the, ex- that's the exit. Not trying to quit playing God. Because obviously you can see that that would be playing God. Wouldn't so the exit is, I am not that which is seemingly doing it. Once you take your interest attention away, that's what it plays God with. It's playing God with your juice, with your living, giving it freely, because you're calling it me. Yeah? I mean, it's got total access to your generator, to your little nuclear reactor, and it's like a mad freaking scientist. You know, concocting tons of meaning. I wouldn't share it if I hadn't seen it. And the scene of it works. Yeah? It's not to replace anything. It's just, it may illuminate whatever activity you seem to be in. Yeah? That's, that's its nature. It's not an exclusive, it's not an, ex, an exclusionary type uh, invitation. It's inclusive, yeah? Whatever you're doing, if you're not, you, you have your own rules. Like, there's certain rules, I don't think I could kill someone today and probably have the rest of a good day, yeah? Or maybe shoot up some coke in the bathroom. Yeah? Just then this, my whole the mental group would be you know, activated. Who knows? So I have a way of life, and if I just stay on that way of life, I'm like a free-range alcoholic, free-range person. You can run around, do whatever. Yeah? But I know the limits of this action figure. I know the limits of my conditional mind. I know what aspects are, are totally asleep, and I make sure they don't get any bones. Yeah? I don't throw bones. Hey, let's see if I can fuck with it while I sleep. No, because I've seen people who've done that, and when it wakes up, they're in for a bad ride. Yes? A lot of people in recovery, a lot of time, when they go out, they have a bitch of a time getting back in. I've seen it with some personal friends. They just can't get it anymore. Yes? So... Well, you're not that. You're not that which is playing God. Don't worry about if it's God or not. Just that. you're not that. Right. That. The thing that's playing God, if you want to call it me, uh, but the thing that's playing God is not me. But what's left just might be God after that. Well, you'll find out. Just Which is a great thing. See, great. this isn't a practice. I don't go, that's not, I'm not that. I don't do that. I'm trying to express it with words. What happens is the mind shifts a little bit, and then you'll see it, and then the best way I can try to express that seeing it is to put it into that statement. You'll see that you're not that which is playing God. Yeah? Because you'll see the playing God. You'll see it when you wake up, and it tells you how the day's going to be. Yeah? 
you'll see it when it when it uh, before you even meet someone and thinks it knows who that person is. You'll see it by all of these demonstrations of God playing. You'll see it pretty clearly. Yeah, <laughs> the confusion comes that it's you. It's not. There's no confusion when you see it. It's playing what you would call God, at least the way I view it. It's it's predicting futures. It's 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 uh, condemning and uh, changing the values of past. It's very whimsical, jealous type of God. It's vindictive. It will smoke people, you especially. Uh, it's everyone sees it, but the idea is there's a sense that they're the one that's doing it, or somehow da 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 da, or they're a one that it's being done to. There's no you that's doing it, nor is there one that it's being done to. There's just the doing of playing God. And when and what's fueling it, I found, was interest and attention. And that is because it's me or it's happening to me. Let's let's just question if that me is so. If it isn't, you may the whole paradigm of what you call playing God may shift. It may instead of being technicolor turn into black and white. You may see it grainy and you'll see the, the each uh, segment of the picture clearly delineated, you'll see it's a fucking production. Yeah. And you'll see it basically a loop. It doesn't have a long stream of infinite new movie or move or uh, forecast. It's like it's not like an infinite Nostradamus predicting and prophesizing forever and ever. It's very limited and it goes on over and over. It's old shit. Yeah? That's all it does. It's just like a loop. You may not see it because you don't think you're a spool, <laughs> but in a sense, this mind is looping around this idea of being a self. <clears throat> Check it out. You have the seed. Every requirement's met. Maybe you just never heard about it, so that's that's requirements now met. And then you'll see what happens. You definitely tend to start finding out that people I know who I've been hanging out with for a while, they're traveling lighter. Hallelujah. That's the effect of starting to see what's happening. It's almost inevitable. You're going to travel lighter. It doesn't promise things are going to be great or anything like that, but whatever it is will be less is to you. (laughs) So, yeah. I guess I'm over. Jack's passing the baskets. I'll take that. Good to hear, Paul.